Patrick. I could put Patrick Cripps again for most disposals. You could, but to that that didn't hit last time, did it? Well, yeah, I actually brought that multi on. It only got two legs up. The only legs that hit were me and James Edwards. I had Brisbane to win. Nick Blakey. Clean his Does who does? Wait, does Adam Saad play for Carlton? Yes, he does. No, he he plays for Manchester. Shut up, you idiot! All right, I got my multi tip. You know All what right. it is. You know what it is, Will. No, wait, wait, wait till the, wait to the end, mate. Wait till, wait till the end. Yeah, <laughs> hold it, hold it for the end, Trent. Bro, if, if it's what <laughs> this is gonna be elite. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, let's let's get into it. Round overall thoughts about round one, lads. Get into. Should we go it. like game by game or? Um, oh, opinion by opinion, I don't think it really matters. Um, yeah. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got some notes up. Wait, is this round one? I thought there was already gameplay. <laughs> oh my god, Tran. Right, Tran, mate, we're doing the round one like review, bro. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know how we were here last week and we reviewed round one. No, we yeah. reviewed it. Now we're reviewing it. Ah, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um. I oh, do. How I, I was so good having the footy back. To be honest, like electric coming home from uni and work and turn the footy on, watching it, yelling at the TV, um, making mum leave rooms because me and dad are swearing too much. Like oh, just just classic. Um, a few of my takeaways is that a my fantasy team is in the is is already is already done that it's shit. Um, I could, my overreactions are that I put Collingwood to slide too far down, which is weird because when I was when I was doing it, I was like they've they've added to their list. They've still got a really good coach. I don't know why I've got them to slide down like, a bit. Probably the luck component. Yeah. Um. But like, you look like I mean, Scotty Pendlebury was like amazing. You had Dacosses, Nobles doing their thing. Um, North one, Brisbane. Actually, I rated how Brisbane lost. Not because, I mean, I hate Port. But I love how the team that the media was hyping up and how everyone thought was going to make the grand final or win the flag or whatever just got absolutely killed by, like, 10 goals. I thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. Shocking game from Brisbane. Um, Crows absolutely stuffed it. They should have won. Um, Hawks are going to be trash. And Fremantle looked like the Fremantle of old. Just like 2019, yeah. Mate, it's pretty much since I entered the league. Nah, the, the Crows, man. Just the worst. Uh, it's the new year, same shit. It's like we play, we play well in the first half. We're inaccurate. We lament our opportunities at the end of the game because we throw it away in the second half. We suck coming out of halftime. I honestly thought that, that was more that the Giants won that game as opposed to the Crows lost. Like, sure, the goalkeeping wasn't great. But... Uh, I don't but know. They we didn't, really help. Away. We didn't really I, help ourselves either. A bit of that, but Crows definitely lost it, dude. If you kick eight goals, four goals, nine. Like, what? They had 13 scoring shots in the first quarter, dude. That's insane. <laughs> They kicked 12-18. Isaac Rankin by himself kicked two goals, five. I didn't mind his performance. I thought the way he got around the ground was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, just fire out some of those. I think some of those behinds, if they converted to goals instead, we're paying him almost a million a year. Disappointing. Yeah. Once and like, again. Crows had, what like I said before, they had the 13 scoring shots in the first quarter. And then they finished with 30. So in the last three quarters, I could only imagine uh, manage 17 scoring shots. So first quarter, when you if you get a chance like that, good teams are not wasting that. Um, Melbourne wouldn't waste that. Uh, oh, absolutely. But I don't want to... Carlton Wood. I mean, I mean, Sydney got Richmond nine. Wood. They kicked five goals, four. Um, that just, it just sums it up. We're just not a good team. Hawthorne got nine scoring shots as well and then lost by 60-odd points. 
<laughs> that's a bad team. Um, and like the Crows, you don't want to go down that way because it's going to be a long year if that's the case. I reckon it'll be a, quite a long year for me and talent, I reckon, after, after the yeah. of the year. So uh, for, for the, the loyal listeners, this the voice you're hearing is Fraser Town, debutante on the Zahara cast, and Richmond Tragic. So... I reckon, like, we'll get we'll get into the Richmond Carlton game, like first game of the year. It's a draw. Could not believe it. Me and Dad, well, Dad and I, sorry, but I know Talent's a bit of a grammar Nazi. Were <laughs> we yelling at the TV, absolutely in shock. Um, I've got a couple notes just to to go through, but I'll let anyone else speak if they before I get to it. If you want, no, go your hardest. Probably a little bit disappointing by Richmond, to be honest. I would have thought that's a game yeah. they win and they got blown away in the first half. Yeah. Well, honestly, honestly, Richmond probably deserved to win that game again because they had so many scoring opportunities and they kept spraying them out of bounds on the full. And I think they had like 50% more inside 50s than we did yeah. over the course of the game. So I know we were up like late in the last quarter, but we probably shouldn't have been. I'll, I'll, I'll actually take the two points, I reckon. Well, that's what Dad said as well. So I was going to say, the only I think the only reason Carl, like Richmond were in that position, like I felt like Carlton sh- had kind of dominated more. Um, it might not show on like the stat sheet or whatever because they kept turning the ball over. Um, but like Carlton were just bombing away, like sending it long. They need low kicks. Um. And like so many unforced errors from them, like especially in the fourth quarter, just dropped marks, yeah. Yeah, which is probably yeah. due to like some tired bodies in like the first game. I think our defense is usually pretty good though. Like the fact we yeah. kept Richmond to fifty-eight um, points. Lewis Young, he 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 was good. I've got a I've got a thing on that is that Richmond's efficiency inside fifty, they got uh twenty-seven percent of their inside fifties resulted in scores. So I think that shows just how good a job of defending Colton did. Yeah, that's pretty good. Once and once it got yeah, into the back. Lewis Young. <laughs> um Lewis Young absolutely deserves uh a mention here. Yeah. He was single handedly kept Colton in that game ahead of the game, um in that first half. He was outstanding. One point I could make about the certain society. Um Bolton, he needs to learn how to pick a drop punt. He had a snapshot. One come and go, and he well, nearly missed it out on the fall, I reckon. So, either Dimmo or whoever, the dude is, uh, whoever is our kicking coach needs to get into his like, brain to um, not hit a bloody snap around the body. Dude, that, I, I wanted to say something on that as well. Like, dude, all these stupid round-the-corner kicks. Oh, my God, bro. Like, you had... Just kick Jay, it normally. Jay, kick it like a normal... Fucking human. Uh Shay Bolton missed like he, he missed a fucking sitter. You had Harry Mackay doing stupid things as well. Would have that would have won the game. Um but then it, was, it, it wasn't just in that as well, like that game. I saw my check do it as well, like the next night. My check oh. kicked it. But if you're directly out in front and you're taking a bloody round the corner kick, what the fuck are you doing, to be honest? Um Looking past that, I thought Taranto was pretty was like awesome for Richmond on debut. Um and yeah. fuck me, the footy's Definitely. back. How good. They're, they're trying to be Eddie Betts, but you know, you can't you can't be Eddie Betts. You know? <laughs> no, you you can't be Eddie. Yeah, but Eddie Betts <laughs> could drop punt. I agree with um with your shout Will Taranto is absolutely the best on ground there. Had a huge performance. Had the most disposals for the game, unfortunately, Anthony. Um, oh, and damn. the other thing, Hopper was a bit underwhelming, I'd say. Didn't really Honestly, get... I think it was clear on the ground. Into it. I think Hopper was just overhyped, mm-hmm. to be fair, at the start. He was never yeah. really a great player, to be honest. As in, like, a, a I mean, great he was all right. Player. He was a solid role player. Was, but everyone yeah. just thought he was going to be some messiah, like, like <laughs> Taranto is going to be, or, I don't know, just some instant superstar that he's come from Giants and now he's at a Victorian club, but he's still just 
Jacob Hopper. No disrespect. He to just him. took. He just took too long on the ball sometimes. He would, I think, the he amount of times that he would get possession of the ball and then he'd get tackled it, um, after just not getting rid of it quickly enough was. Yeah, well, we were pretty sloppy, but again, it's round one. Um, probably just around one, not a wrap up, but just like I had there's a lot of drop marks, but. Easy drop marks. I thought, like, but Mitch McGovern straight away to open the game, drops the mark, oh. and Dusty kicks a goal. Welcome. Yeah, that's your yeah. welcome to round one moment. 100%. I cannot believe we got a first round pick for Mitch McGovern. Yeah, look. Yeah, he's my least favorite player business. on the team right now. Oh, sorry, actually, no, Jack Martin's still on the team, isn't he? Shame we wasted it by picking Ned McHenry, but oh well. One of the notices that are. Uh, well, Blake Akers had a bit of a bit of a shocker by in relative terms. Um, Dropping the but mark, Liam, yeah. Liam Stocker for St Kilda had even more of a shocker. So I, I see it as a as actually a net gain for us. Bro, Stocker played all right. What are you talking about, bro? Oh, I don't know. I watched that game and every time he touched the balls. Dude, that game was so shit. Right, it was terrible, and. I was watching. I was watching three sixty just because I was. I was bored. I was. I've been starved of AFL for so long. I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just watch it. Like I don't watch use... a bit of Robert. Yeah, and then I turned it off as soon as Robbo said um, that the Saint Kilda Frio game was electric footy and it was good. I turned it off. That was just bit <laughs> football. I think we've got to expect that from now, though. I don't think it's going to um, change. St. Kilda's going to play a really tough defensive game and they're going to really... Yeah, um, yeah it's not going to That's be rough to watch, for you. but they'll probably get the job done. Dude, they're both just so mid. Oh, my God. Both teams. I mean, maybe may be a bit of an overreaction to Frio, but if, you, if they can't beat the Saints when they've downed so many players and... It's it's not good signs. You know what's not mid though? What? William Gardner. He's not mid at all. Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> I appreciate that. I have a question for Sam Rayner. All right. <laughs> what's, what's, what's your opinion on the Shane McAdam bump? Oh, are, are we going to get into this a bit later? Or... Nah, do it now, mate. Nah, let's get, do it now. Do it now. All right, all right, just, is... before we get, just before we get into this. Talent, Liam Stocker, had 20 disposals, second time in his career achieving this. He had nine marks, which was a career high, eight rebounds, which is a career high, and 81 AFL fantasy points, which is a career high. Yeah, it's because he actually got midfield minutes for once. Look, All right, look, enough about the guy. <laughs> Every touch about. was terrible. Back to Sam, what do you think about the bump, mate? That this, this entire shambles proves that there isn't a Victorian bias present in the oh, AFL. No. Okay. The fact that oh, okay. the fact that Cozzy got two weeks <laughs> for his bump on Cozzy's Bailey worse. Smith and McCann is worse. an absolute disgrace. Isn't even the players thought so Lockie Neal and Toby Green both said, Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure Cozzy's was worse. And Toby Green was on the field and McAdam did that as well. Um Cozzy leapt Straight into Bailey Smith. There was no intent of going for the ball there. He was uh, he was lining him up, aged from miles away. Yeah, that was that was. At least McAdams bad. bloke had the had the ball when he hit him, and he got up as well. When McAdams hit him though, yeah, and he see, came off and he got back. Like, his just soul leave yeah. his body. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, that just that just shows that one of them is better at bumping than the other. Then about buddy, about buddy. <laughs> Oh, mate, Buddy just ran past the bloke and chinned him. He was probably going for the ball and he was like, hmm, ball's a bit far away now. I might just I might just hit this guy now because uh, he's been niggling me all night. And yeah. Collins was like, no, nah, I'm getting this ball. And then Buddy, once he saw that he was down, was like, fuck him and chinned him. But- and then Buddy but, got like a free kick or something later, so that was kind of yeah. funny. But do you guys agree Great with insight. me on? Do you guys agree with me on this? I don't think I don't think any of them are purposely aiming for the other bloke's head. 
Right? No, I think they just mate. They the just look, 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 look. <laughs> oi, oi, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> I reckon they're just trying to give a big bump, right? But not they're not trying to get you in the head. I might try yeah, to get you in the chest and accidentally the get head, you. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, but, but when you're Buddy Franklin and you're Buddy six foot five or whatever he is, you try to get the chest, you're gonna hit the head anyway. Buddy may have been going for the head. I'm not gonna He's had he's had a pretty poor history of doing it, unfortunately. But, but as as Will would say, he's still the goat though. <laughs> he is mate, he is the goat. Oh man, hey, he's kicking not the goat. Uh, mate, shut the mate, shut the fuck up. All right, like he's 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 kicked a lot of goals. Yeah, no, I kicked a thousand. You were there for talent. I was, I was there. There's no idea. And I reckon that, and I'll tell you what, that's why Errol Golden is playing so well at the moment. I touched him. I touched him. I touched Errol him. Golden. How do you, how do you play on how do you play on Saturday? Errol, yeah, mate. That man's left boot is solving erectile dysfunction amongst Sydney Swan fans. Fair enough. Yeah, he got 24 touches in the goal, so that's not bad. But they're damaging disposals, Fraser. Yeah, yeah, did you enough. see that? Did you see the goal he got? No, I didn't watch in the game. In those conditions as well. It's square. hot. It's humid. It's slippery. It was a game at Gold Coast, man. Well, that's, I'm not going to lie. That's not the only Gold Coast game I'm probably going to watch for the year. Will, I'm, Will, you know what's also humid and slippery? What's humid and slippery? <laughs> when I'm at yours. <laughs> <laughs> that was so he, he ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. <laughs> Never say that ever again. <laughs> Never, ever again. Well, I've just realized Sam's been muted this whole time. Yeah, I haven't been talking. Okay, okay, I was gonna say that's not an idiot like Fraser. So bumper. Is that is that the term you'd use to describe it? Absolutely. Um Tran, what Moving was on. your highlight of yes. the week? Oh, all right. Footy, so, non footy, just anything. So I reckon I reckon every podcast we're gonna add a highlight of the week. And Anthony Tran's our- highlight of the week. Yeah, and it comes from the group chat a couple of days, two days ago. <laughs> you know, we were we were arguing about the we were arguing about the bumps and the rules and whatever, whatever. James got pretty um, not James Talent, but James Edwards got pretty worked up. You know, I just tried to clear the air, bring up the mood, sent a great picture into the group chat. What was would that you, picture, Tran? Hmm. Would, would someone like to would would someone like to explain or describe the picture? I'm looking. I'm trying to find it. I what I remember, it was basically like Batman. It was biblical. It was, it was kind of like if a modern Jesus just transcending from the water. Not gonna oh. lie, I forgot what what I forgot what his name was. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> But Jack Daw, mate. Magic. Jack, May Jack Daw coming out of the water, you know. He's got a rod on board, yeah. Mate, he's, he's, he's chiseled out of stone. Third leg looking, looking very nice. <laughs> that third leg looking <laughs> what? Oh, it was looking great, you know. But uh, continue your story, Tram. So I sent that picture through to lighten up the mood. And then we started to talk about how, in terms of swimming, because we're like, you know, this, there's, there's an issue here. If he, if he's in the water, how's he going to be aerodynamic with that third leg? (laughs) (laughs) It propels him. hmm, And then I was like, I was doing some cheeky freestyle kicks while doing breaststrokes kind of guy. I don't know how we got to, to these statements, but... Yeah, we, we got there. Everyone kept saying it. James Ed was like, I was a cheeky swim into the wall while doing backstroke kind of guy. How <laughs> <laughs> was a cheeky uh, swam with a shirt on type of bloke. Had to be. <laughs> the, classic, the classic rack shirt. Well, right? so I have a swam, but yeah. Mate, we don't actually know if you have shoulders or not. Here do I. <laughs> hmm. 
And then Will's just like, I'm a cheeky piss in the pool at least once in training <laughs> kind of guy. And I said, I was a cheeky duck my head under when Will kissed this kind of guy. <laughs> that, that was good. That was great. That was great. That was great. Trans highlight of the week. Just the group chat talking disgusting things. You know, there was uh, there was other there was other more controversial topics, but we'll leave that out for today. Yeah, that that could be maybe a bonus kind of footage thing. You know, um, but I reckon like we'll get back. Subscribe to, to our Patreon and you know, twenty two huge games: Brisbane versus Melbourne, which usually I'd say Melbourne roll over them, except it's at the Gabba. Nah, and then the two little Still say Melbourne rolls over them. The two surprise packets of round one: Port Power versus Collingwood Magpies. I would say Collingwood's yeah, a surprise game. package. Which game we going? Which game we going through first, lads? Uh, I think it would make more sense to go through the Brisbane first, seeing as it's, it's uh, Friday night. I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Friday. So that's the first one. Oh. Um. Yeah, this will be a really interesting game to watch. Obviously, Brisbane's just been pieced apart by um Port Adelaide, especially through the midfield. Which was ironic because that was the part that we thought Brisbane might have improved the most, getting a defensive-minded guy like Dunkley in, um, and Horn Francis just absolutely pieced them apart um, with his kicking inside fifty. Um, poor fans had been over the moon watching that. I think um, James Edwards was probably about to marry himself off to Horn Francis after that game. Right. Oh my God! Don't even really started. Why did you wear his socks um, up? By the way. So well, now we have to watch Petrarca, Clayton Oliver have the tap work of Gorn and Grundy play against the same Brisbane team. Mm. The difference is it's at the Gabba, so obviously Brisbane's got a very good, uh, um, very we have very good playing at home. They've made that into a fortress over the last few years. It's just yeah, part of why they've been so successful. But it it'll be a really really tough game for Brisbane, I think. I think similarly to what like Gold Coast, Gold Coast have like the same advantage. They just don't utilize it as well because they suck. Um, <laughs> but it's gonna be it's gonna be humid up there. It's gonna be hot and steamy, Tran. Um, it's it's gonna be hot steamy. and steamy. The grass it's at night. The grass is gonna get dewy. Um, so I think Brisbane in recent years have really made that like a home kind of advantage um playing really well in those conditions and that's why they've won so many games at the gabba um and i think melbourne uh if they don't adapt to that properly then they could maybe early on in the game brisbane could kick a few early and kind of get that head start but i can't see oscar McInerney running around with gorn and grundy all day um not just in the like the hit outs but around the ground um, yeah, Gorn but... and Grundy are both better around the ground ruckman than McInerney. Um, he's kind of more of just like a tap ruckman. Um, so I think that midfield battle is going to be really, really interesting. Um, the Brisbane midfield is going to have to work when the ball hits the ground because that's probably the majority of how they're going to get the ball and like the center clearances. Um, and then obviously, uh, I think the Brisbane uh defense line. Probably it probably matches up all right with Melbourne's forward line just because they're a, might be a both a bit in in like of their week that's probably the weaker of the t- of the three positions like defense yeah. midfield forward um yeah, respectively sure. for those teams um and then obviously like Brisbane's forward line pretty good Melbourne's back line's pretty good so that'll be another good contest yeah that's what I was gonna add on is that um between Dixon and Todd Marshall last week, they kicked eight goals or seven or eight goals between them. Shout out to our man, the Batman. <laughs> the Batman? That, the Batman. Um, that city needed him and he delivered. He did deliver. Um, but yeah, obviously no Marcus Adams for Brisbane. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how they can cope. I think, I don't think Ben Brown and Tom McDonald pose the same threat. Depends. I'm not, not sure how long Fisher's Oh, sorry, Bailey Fritch is gonna miss. Um, but yeah, there's um clearly some deficiencies down back for Brisbane. And I feel like if with Gorn and Grundy, if 
they can. I reckon if they put Max Gorn forward, I mean, you've got Harris Andrews is going to have to go to Ben Brown, and then I don't know who would go Max Gorn. You can't go Starsevich. You can't go anyone else. They're all a bit too small. Yeah, absolutely. Max Gorn could have an absolute field day if he goes forward, which is real yeah. dangerous for Brisbane. So they're going to have to kind of uh, counteract that by being aggressive early. So Melbourne can't go off and do that. Um, but I think it'd be really interesting. It should be really close. Anyone else have anything to say? Um, I always want to get Talent's reaction to tomorrow night's game. I think I think you'll beat the Cats. Not gonna lie. Wow, that's a that's a big call. Well, no, Tom Stewart. The, the bias side of me thinks we can beat them. The uh, I'm bias side thinks that if everything goes the right way. It'll be close, but will be like will be a chance. If that makes sense. But problem is, I don't back us to close out games. So, I mean, um, I'll still tip Carlton because why not? But yeah, no. I think. Yeah, I mean, t- Tom's, Tom Tom Stewart's, Stewart's a big out. Yeah, it's um, a big but out. at the same time, Hewitt's also out. Oh, that's a big out, bro. He's so. And the thing is, we don't we haven't got another midfielder coming in because Corey Jones coming in. He's a forward. So there's going to be some midfield issues, I think. But like your debutants from last week, mate. Holland didn't, mi- didn't mind Holland. Cam was alright. I think it was not as good as Walsh, obviously, on debut. Oh. But I think they'll be serviceable. Oh my god! Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, yeah, if not, walk out of your mouth. Jimmy, bring up Harry Sheasel, thirty-four captures on. Oh my debut. goodness! That I didn't watch it, but his first kick was a bit appalling. But um, bloody yeah! Apart from the first kick he had, it was. Ridiculous. Yeah. 34 on debut, bro. So that just, I mean, that just doesn't happen like even, even talents man Walshy, he couldn't do that. Dacos didn't do that. Ashcroft didn't do that. Matty Rao, um, all these like real hyped up guys from the start of the like previous seasons, just it it, it doesn't happen. No, not often, but I think he'll be a. Good player for North. I don't know if he doesn't do a Horn Francis and leave. Mate, he's, he signed a three year contract. True, true. You're not wrong. Yeah, Mate, contract. Jason Horn Francis is a poor man's Harry Cheezel. GF, for context, Sam Walsh had 24 disposals on debut. Also, Still 10 left. Still lost that game. Yeah, too. exactly. Still lost that game. And, yeah, did Cheezel. Cheezel got a goal? Oh, I can't remember. Nah. No, no goal. He, no, he just oh, played he just a half back. He played a half back. Yeah, okay. Mate, yeah, he, I wasn't sure, but he can play forward as well, apparently. So if they're down a forward, I mean, the forward line, well, he was he well. at half forward, yeah, true. Well, again, well, there's, a, there's a, my Tigers playing in Adelaide for the first time of the year, excited for that. Um, uh, we'll squad excited for what's that. happening? What's happening Friday, Funky? Where are we going Friday? Oh, the open training at Bloody Prospect Oval, home of the mighty North Adelaide Roosters. Up up the chooks. The one person doesn't like Sam Footy is Sam Rainer. That's unbelievable. That's a ridiculous. Can't get, can't get over that still. But uh, no, that'll be a good game on Saturday. Mm. Obviously, I'll have the Tigers winning. But last time we played Adelaide yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm going to try and go to that. Last um, time we played Adelaide here, we lost, which was a bit disappointing. Wait, yeah. is that is is that oval right next to you, Will? Yeah, that's the one yeah. at the back from me. Great, yeah. great place. Um, so I reckon get into Collingwood Port at yeah. the G. I honestly feel like Port nah. could win this. Nah. I see what you mean, again, but again, Collingwood, Collingwood have won, I think, their last 11 games at the MCG. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not and... sure Port play at the MCG, to be honest. Yeah. But, I mean, no, no one thought they were going to beat Brisbane by 60 points, so I don't think he can write them off. Um, yeah, no one thought Collingwood beat Geelong by what was it in the end? 20, yeah, 30 odds. So like Dixon, Dixon can fire up, I guess. Um, Todd Marshall, Jordi Artis, like three, three tall blokes. Um, I think if I think they probably outmatched the Collingwood defense just a little bit, especially with Jeremy Howe. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. his arm turning into jelly. Uh, but I think the, the key is going to be what they do with Nick Dacos because they can't just let him run a mock around that back line. 
I was going to say they need a they need a tag. I think Willem Drury he's the tag of the board, isn't he? he Who is Willem Drury, the seven, number seventeen in the midfield? He usually, he usually tags the big players in each team. Yeah, but you need a tag. Backcourt plays off half back, so you need like yeah. a defensive forward. Yeah, but yeah, I think but, I need, mean you need a tag think, Mitchell. Still, yeah, I think but then like again, if Port keep a defender like real deep, I mean an attacker real deep. They might try and force Nick Dacos to go back there. So not really a tagging role, but mm. just forcing him to play a more defensive role, I guess. I think the thing that um maybe has been a little bit bef- uh, forgotten is that when Port started last season and they started so poorly, they didn't have Dixon. So it meant Marshall was just playing by himself, essentially. And, uh, um, um, when he came back, I think... Um, yeah, Port went six and six, but you know, you look at the losses, they lost to Richmond twice, lost to Melbourne, Geelong, Collingwood. Oh. So I think some probably probably some excusable losses from last year. But um is it is it as shocking that you think about that now and compare that with the result that they got against Brisbane? I don't know. Yeah. But it's I... it's just so evident his uh effect on, on this port team and how um their system works and when he's in the forward line. Oof. Here's the thing, man. Like for mine, I reckon Dixon. Even if like he doesn't score the goals, which he probably should, he's such a big guy. Like he's such a big distraction that he t- he takes the number one defender. Mm. And then Todd Marshall. And then the Todd Marshall is playing on the number two defender. Um, and then they can try and get like an uh an outmatch or mismatch on Jordi Artis. But I think Todd Marshall kind of he's under the radar. That he can Absolutely. just kind of burn that second defender, um, which so I don't think Dixon has to have the influence on the scoreboard um, every week if it means he's a d- distraction for those other forwards. Um, oh. And it can it probably means that like Junior Rioli and um, Kane Farrell um, and all those. Oh wait, is Kane Farrell in their team? I don't know. Yeah, he played. He played alright. Yeah, it can kind of have a bit more of an impact. I feel like well, Port the Port faithful would hate me hate me for saying this, but I do think Dixon is overrated as a forward. Yeah, he, I think I think he can he be. Came, he he well came back. Well. After He's overhyped. Yeah, he came back after injury last year and he kicked like sixteen goals and like how many games he played. He needs yeah, to kick. Bit, bit underwhelming. Yeah, and he, had to kick, he, kick, he, kicked, he did kick three goals, but he also kicked three behinds. Mm. He missed some easy ones as well. I think Junior Rioli has an effect as well. Oh, he played really well last week. He got he three, I think. It was not, yep. not a mark, by the way. That was dropped. Didn't, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, agree. I, I didn't watch dropped. it live, but, dude, that was, he did not mark that. That was the game. James Edwards saw that was a mark. I don't know how that was. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, he scored the goal anyway, so it doesn't matter. And he, and he did it the, uh, the hard way as well. Oh, don't like don't like any poor players. Apart from Connor Rose even. I love Travis Berg. Is he did he play? He didn't play, did he? I didn't play. Why not? I don't know. It was a detriment to my AFL draft team though. Um but I mean we've talked about like how what they might need to do with Nick Dacos Port. Mm. But how does Collingwood deal with Horn Francis coming off like that absolutely mammoth game? There is one answer. Give me the Dugowie. answer. Jordan Dugowie. Dugowie. He's going... I think they just need to put those two head-to-head. That would be just such an insane matchup. Into Francis' head. That's what I'd do. Two big balls. I would love to, I'd love to see them going head-to-head. I think they will. Um, Just both such powerful, explosive midfielders that can attack the ball so well. and Powerful. Um, Kick and can kick goals as well, have an impact on the scoreboard. So, um, and to go, he did that last week. He kicked three goals, and he he just just he's going to be a huge a huge part of Collingwood's system. Yeah. He's a uh, of how they perform. I reckon Dugowie is the barometer for oh. the Collingwood Football Club. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. If he's up and about, they're up and about. If he's not too doing too well, then they're probably down a couple goals. Well, they, yeah, they didn't play with, how many games did he play last year? Did he play? How many did he play last year? Didn't he miss a couple from injury last year? 
Oh, probably suspension as well. I don't know. Maybe hit some people still, did some drugs. Still made the prelim. Can't really still tell with that bloke. Jordan Goey played 19 games last year. Is that including finals? finals? Yeah. 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 Probably, just, yeah. And they still made a prelim, so it's probably not. Kicked 18 goals. And then they lost that prelim. Come oh, on, man. Yeah, he lost by 10 plus goals. It was about 13 not, again. Not important. <laughs> not important, mate. Mm. Um, I don't know. Are there any other games you kind of want to go through or do we get into our Zaharakis multi? We're all dead games, we've been up all. Yeah, a lot of them are just going to be whitewashers, I think. Can we just quickly prove I mean, Do we want to do our tips first? Something. Yeah, do, yeah the do the tips. Do the tips. All right, so Carlton Geelong at the G. I'm, I'm tipping Carlton, but I think Geelong will win. Oh, I'll back an upset with the Blues, I reckon. In a thriller. Well, not easily, but... I'm going to... Yeah. Wait, who do, you, who do you reckon, Sam? I know who I reckon. Good shot. Go who do you reckon, Tranny? I reckon Carlton. I'm going Geelong. I I want Carlton to win, but I don't know if Geelong are going to lose two in a row. Um, Brisbane, Melbourne at the Gabba. Melbourne by 20 plus. Um, Yeah, I'll back back the Ds. I'm going to go the I'm going to go the Ds. I might back the Lions to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, it it should be pretty even. Go on, train. Uh, I'll go Melbourne. The the Collie Wobbles versus Port Adelaide Power. I think it's got to be Collingwood, just by default, I think, because MCG and just their form. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll back talent with that. But I think Port will put up a good fight, I reckon. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Collie Wobbles will get over. I'm going to go... Yeah. I'll probably go Collingwood, but I wouldn't be... Yeah, um, it's a hard one. I'm thinking Port could get the job done, but I'll go Collingwood. I agree as well. I think it'll be an incredible game. Um, the fact that it's at the MCG just tips me towards Collingwood, but Port Adelaide at $2.45 is absolutely... It's, yeah, it's still. Now we got... The Crom versus the Tigers. Richmond 30 plus. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't go 30 plus. Tigers. I think, yeah, we'll win by four, three or four goals, I reckon. Lynch will have a day out as he does at Adelaide Oval. Five plus, I reckon. I want to I, I stick up for my boys. And I think the, <laughs> the other factor is that they were playing in, in intense heat um, in the last game. Obviously, oh, were they? No, I came out firing. Oh, I came no. Out firing, sure. um, and I reckon I'll do the same. But you'll, you might fall off during the third quarter. And playing, playing at home, I think, I think they'll want to get up. But, uh, yeah, probably Rich. Yeah, right. just has to win it. It just wins again. I think they need to stop rotating the young guys through. Um, I didn't like the way Saligo played on Cornelio. Um, just let him get the run at first run at the ball, which was really disappointing. And in that's what gave the Giants a huge boost in the second half was the way Cornelia was able to get the ball so easily from the centre bounce and just bomb it inside 50 to Toby Hogan or Harry Himmelberg. So um, I think they just need to get Laird, Keys and Sloan just running through there. But um, yeah, I, th- I think Richmond probably too good for the, too good and get the win. Lovely. Doggies. That was very passionate, Sam. Yeah. Very passionate. Doggies, Saints at Marvel. This is a really interesting one. Um, I think the dogs are... Who's just not going to... Who's not going to... Yeah, exactly. Because the, the dogs are $1.47, which is far too low, I think. Um, I, I think the dogs will, will get it done. But I again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a low-scoring game and St. Kilda win by a goal or two. I'm back in the Saints. Yeah, oh, no, nah, I think it's the Bulldogs. Oh, yeah, round one hype over Rossi. I reckon got to have a derailment. 
for the Saints. Never go. Fucking down. Oh, the Saints. Nah. Oh, the Saints are going to be crying out in the wind. We're going down. So the dogs for me. Flag, mantle, and north. Got to be the Dockers. Yeah, I think. I think this could be really low scoring because Fremantle is, is, is a very defensive team and north at north. I so I wouldn't be surprised if this is like. A, Honestly, a bit of a snooze fest, but it'll be interesting. It'll be a snooze fest, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with Fife after his absolute shocker last week. Oh mate, what yeah, I don't know. What ha- I don't know what happened. That, to was, that was disappointing. On the go, I reckon. Um, I I think this could be an interesting game if like Frio weren't as good as people were hyping them up to be last week. They were been by Ross Lyons, St Kilda. I Clark is is. I kind of looked at this game and I thought that North Melbourne were more of a chance than five or ten. Yeah, I, I think agree. Clarkson's, yeah. I think Clarkson's a, definitely a good enough coach to should be in at like three fifteen. Won't probably be a, won't be a fun. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't in, entirely count out North Melbourne, especially after the way Frio lost so disappointingly last week. Speaking, but of you would be game. silly to pick pick the Kangaroos. I think at this stage in the season, will your Ooh. Swans will win by it? Over 10 goals, I reckon. I'll tell you what, if Sydney don't be Haw- beat Hawks by a minimum of 60 points... You're a dollar eight in that eight dollars, so I think... yeah. Coming off a grand final loss that big, they no did... Buddy. They've, they've, ticked, they've ticked one box by smashing the Suns. you got no buddy, mate. They got... Mate, that's fine. We got Logan. Um, they they got to tick another box by smashing the Hawks. Yeah, they can't let Hawthorne get in the game at all. That, that um, SCG as well. That's a yeah, exact home opener. Guaranteed. Essendon. Oi, oi, I This must oh. be the like one of the only times where Sydney plus forty is lower than winning below that. Are you on? Are you on the sports bet? Yeah, I am. Plus forty is at. Dollar eighty six, uh, from one to thirty nine is two dollars forty. It's not bad. Mate, horse, your horse is paying eight dollars to win. Yep, the line's thirty nine point five. Yeah. As in margin. What what what's the line? Thirty nine point five. Take that. Um, then we I got top of the table. The top of the table. Oh. Entered in. Versus the AFL Suns. The Dons will get up. Yeah, I agree. I'm going. Anthony Flags. Tip and Woody. <laughs> the go. Woody. I think I think Gold Coast will, be, will play better than last week, but oh, yeah. I don't know. Just something about the Dons at the moment. They look they're looking all right. Archie given, I mean, they played Hawthorne. They played Hawthorne. Archie Perkins. Yeah, but they they, they beat them really really well. Like if if they beat them by thirty, that's not it's awful, anything man. special. But oh, what what was the, what was the result? Like fifty something points? Sixty nearly. Yeah, it was, it was just uh no, it was like sixty plus, I think, or just yeah. I have to say, Archie Perkins is a very good footy player. He can play but, unless Ben King does something special in this game, which he he did nothing last week. Who matches and I doubt he will this probably, week? Probably Ridley. King twins over. You're right, forgetting man. about Mubby or Chol. <laughs> the he, yeah, he did Tiger not play icon. well yes uh, last week though. You're playing, you're game, playing against like one of the best defensive units in the AFL. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Dane Rampey and the McCartan brothers, and guys like Blakey, Justin McInerney being able to kick it off half back with Robbie Fox. So, I, I just think Gold Coast might uh, like the sure the first game wasn't great, but. I think it's a 50 I mean, how much to do you honest. trust Essendon to be consistent? No. no absolutely true. not, bro. Yeah, but under, under can... Brad Scott, that might change. No, I can, I can it, definitely it, see it, them... One game of AFL? I can see them living in their hype already and just going, yeah, we are them, and then just get enrolled by the Suns. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I think that's too... I mean, a lot of people had Gold Coast to beat. To, to place higher than Essendon at the start of the season. So we should remember that as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I reckon most people I had think, Gold think... Coast coming a little bit closer to Sydney. 
I think Gold right. Coast are better than only myself tipping them to win. <laughs> Final game of the round. What is it? Five. West Coast versus GWS. Five. What a cracker. What a cracker of a match. That's a great yard. The West Coast Eagles versus the Orange team. I reckon the Eagles will bounce back, I reckon. I'll guess what. I'm going I'm going the orange team. And I can guarantee you this is the game Kelly Underwood is gonna commentate. So guess who <laughs> will not be watching. Your favorite, mate. I don't know, most Australians. Yeah, that's that's true. That including <laughs> me. I think oh. I think we just have to say everyone picks GWS and let's move on with it. No, I said West Coast, mate. Oh, well, actually honestly, it depends how how the the injuries from the Giants pull up. Like I don't know what their ins and outs are gonna look like this. If, if they're um, as depleted as I think they could be. And if Nick Nat plays on him being defense for the West Coast Eagles, it's decent. So. And the fact that it's in Perth and like you got to remember that Sean North got up last week and West Coast played atrociously, but... It came back. Like, yeah, like West Coast are terrible, but they're not Hawthorne terrible this year, I don't think. But All GWS right. aren't that bad either. They've still got... Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if players. if if all those kind of injury scares from last week end up being like full blown, you know, they get a miss this week, then West Coast are certainly in with a chance. But if they go a full full list, I think the Giants get it done. I think even I I think Whitfield will probably be out. I think he got concussed, so by AFL protocol rules, he's at least out for this week. Mm. Um. Not sure about Josh Kelly. I know he picked up an injury as well. I just I still and Himmelberg is was it Himmelberg? Himmelberg, mark, mark of the year. Man. I think yeah, he did also cop an injury, but um, that might entice him to bring Aaron Cadman in, um, the number one pick. So six goals in the VFL. That would be an interesting watch. Cadman, but six goals Tom in the VFL. Green, Tom Green, the way he turned, um, the way he uh, played on on Sunday afternoon was ginger ninja, unbelievable. Thirty seven touches and got around the ground with ease, and he's he looks huge. I think he kicked a couple goals as well. Greeny, yeah, but he's always been um, he's, he's a good one to hit the scoreboard as well. So, um, uh, I think GWS deserve more credit than that, what they get. They're all, they've also got a, a new coach in Kingsley from Richmond, so they're in good hands, mate. All right, let's let's go to the Zahra Arcus multi. I think I'm I'm a, I'm a kick us off with an absolute bang for buck leg. I've got one yet. Bailey Smith, twenty five twenty five or more dollar fifty. I got a banger one as well. Yeah, give it to me, Tran. You know, I got first person to receive a racial slur out of a sight. Oh, it's it's paying like less than a dollar, my brother. Oh. <laughs> There's an umpire who profited a lot, so I could back that. No, I'll back that when they pay the pies as well. Oh, <laughs> Oh, it's funny as. Oh my god! <laughs> oh golly, Sammy, what do you have? Um, I think. Wait, hang on, Anthony. What was your What was your actual pick? Oh, my actual pick. I, no, I that wasn't his actual know. pick. That was my actual pick. No, something, no, no. Nah, look, I'll often. put down. Okay, I'll put down this. Sydney to beat Hawthorne. <laughs> that's good no, Trent, Trent we don't want to risk too much here come on explain that safe at a dollar and eight cents alright what else do we have cannot worry on alright go talent um, well given that Hewitt's out and they haven't brought in a midfielder I'm going I'm thinking Sam Doctor is going to spend some more midfield time and 30 plus disposals is $2.55 so I think I like that's it. Ooh, I think that's, up that anyway. could be a steal. Exactly. Yeah. Mm, like that. My my um, multi, um, or one leg for this one is um, a bit of a long shot, I'd say. Um, well, I say long shot. He does get a lot of the footy. Um, Dan Rioli, 25 touches. 
$2.65. All right, that he got 25. I had him for 20 last week, that was good. Yeah, 27. Yeah, and then yeah, if you want to be safe and go 20 touches, he is give me a second, he is a dollar 43 for 20. What do you reckon? Do you want 25 or 20 frazzle? Oh, uh, I can put the 25. Yeah, I'll go 25. He, he plays in. a half back. I mean, I'm putting a all Australian shout for Damrioli because he good shout. Out. All right. Your left talent will hate that. Lucky so. last. I was gonna say, I reckon Rioli might have that old Jane short roll where he just gets all the junk chip rounds. Exactly. Twenty five is probably not a bad shout. Mine. Well, I thought Anthony was gonna go with Carlton to win, which I actually quite liked. So I might include that and make it a little bit of a um smaller same game multi. Yeah, I did say that at the start. I did say that at the start. Um, what I'm also gonna include though is both. Kono and Mackay to kick two goals each. Yeah, because um, that would that would have to happen for us to win. I think. No, Ooh. no. Uh, Tom Stewart, Esava Radigalea is playing down back. Sam to be good, fair, he played alright last week. But is he good enough to contain both of them? I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah, and also, okay. Sam Deconing's not a hundred percent as well. So we, we have they gave up twenty you go, of. Um, they gave up two to Cox, two or three to Majacek, I think. Three to Goey, two to Mitchell, two to Reef McInnes, three to Bobby Hill. Plenty of goals flying against the Cats, so I think Colonel and Mackay should be in. So that leads us with Bailey Smith, 25 or more, Sydney head-to-head, Daniel Rielli, 25 or more, Doherty, 30 or more, Carlton to win, Turner and Mackay two each, paying at thirty four dollars thirty four. That's not bad. Placed. That so. is a steal. Cannot yeah. lose. Don't don't add this in, Will. But put your house on it. I've already I've already placed it. Yeah, but so. okay. This is just for the punters. Go Coco Bananas. This is this is for the punters. Yeah, go go Coco Bananas. Put your mortgage on it. Um, put a mortgage on it. You get thirty four houses. Exactly. Um, for the for your. Melbourne fans or any fans, any time goal scorers for Gorn or Grundy, I reckon is always always a safe bet. Or not safe. Yes, I agree. They both scored, especially Gorn this week. Gorn kicked two and Grundy kicked one, so and they'll swap down forward each time or wherever they go. So, do you reckon um, another one that bit of a I don't know an interesting one I noticed the line for Freo North Melbourne. is as in total game points over under 157.5. I'm thinking it doesn't go over that. No. I think I think it's gotta be under, doesn't it? Yeah, no, most games are opposite pretty low scoring looking back at last year apart from West Coast games. Like Frio can hold any mm. team to pretty low. Like the whole they, they didn't the hold old like because like think about it, if 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 eighty say Frio score eighty and mm-hmm. and North Melbourne don't score more than sixty. Well, that's what's that? One hundred and forty. It's not. Yeah, so that's that's like seventeen less. Yeah. So I think it's got to go under. Yeah, I'll back that. That's good for you, talent. Well done. What? Well, Rio averaged seventy nine points last year, and I can guarantee you that North Melbourne averaged less than that. Oh, 100 percent. Probably around fifty five. They averaged sixty. So that could not that could be a good that's, shout. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of the Zahara Cast, the best, first, and only David Zaharakis themed podcast.